Welcome to this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Uh, we have a guest coming up later in the show. We're excited about him, having him on, especially at this time. Richard giving hot takes. It might be someone from the Boston Celtics. Having said that, let's begin with our AG1 before the tip. Rich, I want to know what you are looking forward to this week uh, when it comes to NBA action. Presented by Athletic Greens, start your 2023 off by investing in your health with AG1. Visit athleticgreens.com. What are you looking forward to this week in the NBA, Rich? Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing. I think right now there's so much parity in the league. Uh, and I'm looking to see what teams are going to separate themselves. It's kind of like, you know, the, the Tour de France. Everyone's kind of in the middle. Middle. Everyone was is within striking range. They're like, yeah, but the Lakers are only four games away from fourth, right? Well, let's <laughs> this. If you keep this pace up, the way they've been winning, if you keep this pace up in twenty more games, that starts to look a lot less like positive. It's like, well, they're ten games out of fourth. So that's the part of the season right now. Is I look to see who's going to separate themselves, and I'm really looking forward because the West is so tight. We've had the Pelic in the last ten days. We've had the Pelicans at number one, the Suns at number one. Um, I feel like there's Nuggets, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Nuggets. Have been number one at some point in time in the last. So the more games we get, I think the more we're going to see that separation. So I'm looking forward to seeing. Like that on both sides. That right there, your AG1 before the tip presented by Athletic Greens. Um, We are going to do some rapid fire because the holidays are upon us. Christmas is right around the corner. And I want to get your five to to 10 second take on each game that is going to happen that day. Channing, I'm going to give you three. Rich, I'm going to give you two. Um, Having said that, because Rich, you are calling the final game of the night on Christmas Mm -hmm. Day, Suns at Nuggets. So Channing, I'm going to start with you. Sixers at Knicks. You get five to ten seconds to give me favorite uh, game of the night. Favorite Ooh. game of the night Nooney because Nooney. Joel Embiid shows up and shows out every time when it's a big game. the The Knicks are good. You're playing Madison Square Garden on Christmas. He gonna he gonna he's going crazy, and you know he's gonna be talking to Spike. I like that action. Okay, that's my I, game of the night. And you have Sixers or Knicks winning <laughs> the Sixers. Okay. Uh, going on to the second game of the day, Lakers at Mavericks, Rich, 2.30 Eastern. Oh, Mavs are going to cook them. Lakers are going to – Lake. Oh, Allie gets off quiet. Uh, listen to what I'm saying. Lakers are going Come to on. put up a fight. I'm not saying that – when I say I, they're going to put up a fight, bro. It ain't going to go into overtime. I, but, yeah, I'm just saying at the end of the day, uh, hey, little Rich, who's going to win, the Mavs or the Lakers? Lakers? Yeah, he said it with a question mark. Lakers? Appreciate you, little Rich. (laughs) He also believes in Santa Claus still. (laughs) We also don't need the facts to get in the way of a good story. We didn't see his reaction, and we all believe in Santa Claus. He's bringing all the best gifts. Uh, Channing, Bucks at Celtics. Best. I think this is the best basketball game. Maybe not the most entertaining, because how many times are you going to watch Giannis dunk or go two dribbles left, spin move, dunk? (laughs) <laughs> but this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Uh, the Bucks and the Celtics are trying to figure out their way. Both of them, I think these are the teams in the Eastern Conference Finals. Amazing. Great game. I will be drinking eggnog <laughs> in there. With cinnamon. Richard, Sitting Grizzlies after. at Warriors. 8 o'clock Eastern. That's tough. I think the Grizzlies, Grizzlies are going to do their thing. And, hey, is it 
is it in Golden State? Yeah, it's in Golden State. They won. Grizzlies at Warriors, yep. It's in Golden State. So, yeah, the Warriors will be better, but I don't know. You know, no Steph. Well, we'll see. TBD. I'm I'm picking the Grizzlies. I'm interested to see how teams react to uh, John Morant being like, in the West, nah, we ain't worried about nobody. The Celtics, yeah. And literally just picked out one team. It was like, I want to see how teams react to that. I think this is is my hot take. Touche? You mean touche? You got it. I think my hot take is this is the last season that the Grizzlies are going to be the lovable, fiery underdogs. (laughs) Right? This is the last season that they'll be the lovable, fiery underdogs. Where it's like, you like it. The brash, young kids that are like balling and they don't take no shit. Nobody. All next season, let 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 them lose in the second round to the war. Let them lose in the second round oh, yeah. to you know. Let any of that happen next year, it's going to be like, well, can they win? Can they do this? Like, can Luca get out of the first round? All, like, all of a sudden, it goes to the the criticism starts to change versus like positive. Like, oh, they're going to figure it out. And it's like, will they figure it out? You know, that shift is very, very quickly. And I think talent and expectations come like this. Then all that, all those antics go from, does this equate to winning? This is like, oh, they're better than they were last year. But then it goes, oh, you're just the same. Maybe you need to change something up. Because that's hang on, before we get into this last game, why are they underdogs? They're still they're underdogs because they're young. Because they're so young. Because they're 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 still. That's what I'm saying. You look at their core unit is all under like 24. When I say underdogs, it's not a main Warriors, city. It's Memphis. Yeah. It's, yeah. Warriors, yeah, it's everything. Okay. It's Memphis. Yeah. It's John ja Morant is known, but he's not. He's not a superstar. He's not Jason Tatum yet. He's not Steph. John ja Morant is is one of those up and comers, but he still hasn't made that next level splash in the playoffs that everyone is expecting. The minute he does that. Okay. And and that statement right there, let me give an example. That statement of him saying, we're not worried about the West. If, if Steph were to say that people would be like, damn, if, if, if Giannis were to say, Oh, I'm not worried about the East. If Giannis were to say these things, they would carry such weight where where Josh yeah. says it and everyone's like, oh, those are just those young guys. Those boys are confident. They they they're David and Goliath. They'll take on anybody. There's a positivity that a positivity that comes with that kind of like that arrogance and, and confidence. It don't come it, it, when you get older. Like and if, if an older player were to say that. People would look at him. Like, if you've oh. been there and have done it. And said that it would exactly what Richard's saying. It would have crazy weight. But the fact that he hasn't done it, it shows that they w- want that mantle. That they're like the uh, the guy always going for the throne. Where you're like, man, I hope he gets it this year. And if yeah, he doesn't, yeah. okay, well, next year eventually you're gonna we're just going to stop. They're going to humble themselves and not say shit like that, and not say things like that. They're going to humble themselves and not say it, or they're we don't say that word. That's what. Ooh, cussy mouth. Yeah, but the this holiday season, I love when you two agree with one another. (laughs) This is weird. But that's the thing. Okay, uh, final. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got nothing. No, you got to finish it. That's my fault. 
I was going to say that's that's the end part. If he says that statement in two years and they've never like been to a conference finals, people going to look at them like they crazy and start talking trash back to him. Like, bro, you haven't accomplished anything. You gonna right now. It's that confidence. It's like that that Ben Matherin yeah. when he was like, oh, I think I'm better than LeBron. Like that that it's that young fun, mm-hmm. confidence, the arrogance that you love. You love it. But eventually, you got to start backing that stuff up. Don't tell me that you ain't worried about the West if you ain't been to a finals in two years. Fair. Got it. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, final game of the night, Suns at Nuggets. Channing. Richard is calling it. Uh, I just want to see if the Suns implode, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I, we knew we knew there was something. And I don't expect coaches uh, – I don't expect coaches and players to always get along, but it just seems like money gets along with everyone except for one person. <laughs> and then to watch Bradley Beal, look at Mikhail Bridges and Deandre Ayton yelling at each and, other. And, you know, it would, ju- it just seems like a lot. And so for me, I'm like, you know, obviously I'm a Suns fan, obviously diehard Suns fan. And for me, I want to see them do well, but I also understand that they are where their chemistry used to be top three, top four in the league, what we assumed. It seems to be kind of fluttering down and teams are, they're going to win because they're well coached or prepared. They have talent and they have Devin Booker, but who are they? Like, do they really expect to win? And secondly, I don't know what's up with the Nuggets, but why are they the least watched team in the NBA? Like, I think it's statistically correct that they are the least watched team in the NBA. It's like Jokic is amazing and does these amazing things. And people are just like, eh, I'd rather watch, uh, who knows? I'd rather watch uh, San Antonio. Speaking of, he's around the corner, our guest. But first, it's time for our Chase Freedom Cashback Player of the Week presented by Chase Channing, player that you've had your eye on. This week, ooh, uh, Kevin Durant in the New in the New Jersey Nets in the in the Brooklyn Nets. I think no. he makes a good point. He makes a great point. They gotta jump through hoops to get the same credit that other people do. The Nets had all that turmoil and drama at the beginning of the year, yeah. and when they got their stuff together and just started hooping, this team defensively. I'm not even talking. We know offense. Defensively, this team has turned that corner and is top 10 defensively when they want to be. And that's what's scary for the Eastern conference. Yeah, I agree. Katie is averaging over 38 game. The Nets have won seven in a row and nine of their last 10. That is your chase freedom cashback player of the week presented by chase and joining us now is our guest. He's a former spur now Boston Celtics guard, Derek white. Welcome to the show, Derek. Happy holidays. Happy to be here. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, First question. Yep. Go for it. Channing. First question, okay, Colorado, y'all's football team was absolute garbaggio last year. What's our – Dion, is, is he the answer y'all needed? He is the answer we needed. I'm, everything's changing in, in uh, Boulder right now. The culture's changed. We're getting a whole new team. Uh, it's exciting times right now. I'm, I'm super excited to get out to Boulder, uh, check out a game. Um, we're going to be good, I feel like, next year, so – we went from the worst team in college football to now we got some hope. <laughs> you know, now with the Pac-12 is going to the Pac-10 because USC and, and I think, what is it? USC and UCLA are going to the Big 12 as Richard does his thing. I think it's going to be interesting 
football wise to see where that levels up or do they get somebody from the Mountain West? I don't know who they would get uh, and, and figure it out from there. But basketball wise, Colorado's not bad. No, you got Dimwitty, you got McKinley, some dude named Derek White. They, you know what I'm saying? They got they got a, a halfway decent program. They won the Pac-12. I, did you guys win the Pac like this like second second third year? No, the first year they they won the Pac-12 tournament. Oh yeah, the first yeah. year. Yeah, the first year. All right. Why did you go to Colorado? Did you have any other offers? I did not. <laughs> but I mean, that's just where <laughs> I was from. So now. Was, I listen. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a Pac-12 school from where I'm from. I had to go to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't feel uh, bad. Channing, did you also know that Derek was five six as a freshman in high school? Yes, I read the the statue finally. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hit this incredible growth spurt. And then here we are playing in the NBA, making an impact in the NBA. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Crazy uh, journey, but it's yeah. fun. Okay, so look, we're going to cut down to it. You guys, because I, I got some heat, dude. <laughs> so you guys went four and two on your road trip. And I was like, oh, they're playing terrible, right? Because I've seen you guys look like the best team in basketball. I've seen you guys look elite. And I was like, oh, they're playing trash. It was like a terrible road trip. And then you come home and everyone's like blowing me up. So like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, respectfully, they lost to the Clippers. They lost to the Warriors, which to me was a huge game. Like that was a huge game because like that's the get back game. The Warriors aren't playing well. You guys are the best team in basketball. And I was like, oh, that's a game that you should mark on the calendar just in case you see him again. He doesn't play well. Then you guys lose to Orlando, which we know is difficult. But it was like I called it even when you guys were playing well that you guys weren't playing your best version of basketball. What has been going on? Is it just the dog days hitting you guys early? Or is it that you guys just need to kind of – Perk's been saying some crazy shit. I ain't Perk. But, like, is it that you guys just need to recalibrate or is it just that time? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the last couple of games have been rough for us and we just kind of – hit that lull during the season where um, we weren't just bringing it like with our energy and, and then like it just kind of affected everything. And I mean, beginning of the year we were shooting the ball crazy and now we're not shooting as well as we were. And um, so we just got to get back to having that competitive spirit, uh, playing no, no, playing hard really and uh, get back to the way we were at the beginning of the year. But uh, yeah, it's been a, a rough couple of, games but i think it would be good for us to to bounce back here and, and figure it out just such a professional answer channing but i didn't think our road trip oh. was that bad <laughs> no, no i, I didn't think okay, it was so that I bad was that was a too. bold take <laughs> did you guys you can say shitty you can room? say shitty on here what was the reaction inside the locker room if you guys even heard it obviously you said that was a bold take uh do you guys believe what rich said in terms of that was that a proper fair assessment if you will I mean, four and two, we had a pretty tough road trip. I mean, two back-to-backs in it. I mean, obviously, the Warriors and the Clippers game got blown out. But, uh, I mean, it is a West Coast trip, long long days away from family. I wouldn't say it was a horrible trip. How many days, how many days were you in L.A.? Four. Four days in L.A. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> I'm not trying to make my argument that it was a terrible road trip. What I am saying is that <laughs> the Boston Celtics 
and what you guys are capable of and what you were playing at was far like, and again, I know you're going to shoot some threes, but again, again, I watched the whole Laker game and whooping they ass like, okay, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, forget the for, whooping they tail. Then they come back and you guys, you know, you guys get to win, but Anthony Davis still had free throws after you guys were up 18, I think had free throws to, to win the game. And I think that you guys are the best team. I think you guys should be favored. You and Milwaukee should be favored to win the championship, all of these things. But as competitors and as players, we look at like certain benchmarks of like, are they going to be a 60 win team? Like, do you have the capability of being a 60 win team? I think so. I think you do. But if you guys are playing like down the road trip, come on now, D, you got to give me a little bit more something like we got knocked out our shots. Our defense was trash. Guys were sleepy. You know, we got to lock back in. Come on. You got to give me something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we we started a year off shooting crazy when we had like four guys shooting like 50 percent from three. And so um, obviously we ain't, we ain't shoot that well during during those trips or during the road trip. So. Um, I mean, it wasn't obviously the perfect would be six and oh, but uh, I, I don't think it was a horrible road trip. Is all okay, 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 I'll take it. Can we just can we just look across the board to all teams the first couple months? There was no defense being played, like, there was like historical offensive numbers going on in the NBA for almost every single team, and now things are settling down where. Some teams are on Wemby watch. Other teams that we thought were going to be boo-boo are really good. Teams are figuring each other out. Like, I think I think coming into the season, I think people thought there was going to be this huge, like, separation between – it was going to be immediate. And I don't think it was as immediate as people happened to, to think it was, right? So, like, the Lakers aren't very good, but they play – they have good players. Does that make sense? Like, they're not a good team, but they have good players. That's a hard win. The Clippers, the problem is the Clippers rest their guys all month to play you, and then they (laughs) rest them the rest of the month. Right? I call the Clippers the first and the 15th because that's when you're going to play. If you play in the first or the 15th, you're going to catch that L because Kawhi's going to be rested. PG going to play. Paul, You know, everyone else, John Wall going to play. And then Golden State, like, you're naming teams that have championship pedigree and if you guys are the best, which you what you are, which you which you will be, they're gonna get up for you. And that's a different barometer. And I think, man, listen, after you go to the NBA finals and, and you don't win, but you feel like you have an opportunity to get better, as the Boston Celtics did, it's hard to keep that intensity all year long. Especially as you try to integrate Big, big Rob Williams back in, you know, guys coming in and out. Blake's playing. Then Al Horford's sick. Then Rob comes back. What's going on there? Now the rotation's a little different. Do you play eight or nine? You know, now teams are saying, okay, we're not going to let Jay Tatum play all game. We're going to double team him early. Is he going to be a passer, a facilitator? There's so many things that happen around this time. And also, this is kind of trade time. Anything after December 15th is big time trade time. So that means people are going to act up. They're going to be different. You know what I'm saying? Listen, people acting real different during trade time because they either ready to go or they don't want to leave. And so they're going to play real good or they're going to play real bad. But yeah, what well, that was a pretty yeah, good around assessment. this time is always. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 
I said around this time, it's always kind of figuring everything out. Uh, I mean, obviously getting Rob back is, is big, but trying to figure out how to play with him because we kind of play a little differently with him. And so oh, it's, it's, it's just a little adjustment, but we'll be all right. Uh, so okay. basically what you're saying is that you guys aren't panicking. <laughs> you guys still feel like you're just fine. Though, yeah, of course, like you can improve in certain areas, but the Boston Celtics are okay. I'm a yeah. panic. I mean, obviously we, we got to <laughs> tighten some things up, but yeah. No, but I, it's I, not I, the I, end of the world. The the more honest you are with your teammates, the more honest yourself, the more honest you are with yourself, the better off. Look at that beautiful girl. Oh, uh, the better you, the better off you guys are going to be. So I, I'm glad that you're like it wasn't that terrible of a four and two, four and two. But even then, I look okay. Look, we don't have to get back into this shit again. But yeah, that Phoenix team—they're kind of trash. So I don't even count that as a good win anymore. I don't even count. I wouldn't say trash. Game. They have some a lot of inner turmoil going on right now. <laughs> what things are bubbling right? over? That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see a coach point at you and then walk away, that's never a good thing. It's like you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, so you you started off. You had Coach Pop, right? Now, how for the people that have never fully understands Coach Pop, how fucking funny is Coach Greg Popovich? He, he is funny. I mean, you kind of go in there and you're like um, trying to be serious around Pop. And then like he's just walking around telling jokes and doing his little exercises on the treadmill with his arms waving crazy. Like, uh, yeah, all that crazy stuff. Is it? You're like, what is going on here? But yeah, he, he definitely tells a lot of jokes. And sometimes he says something that like nobody will laugh. He's like, it's, a, it's okay, guys. You can laugh. So, uh, it was it was a good great experience greg popovich greg popovich is so intense that he gives per- people permission to laugh when he makes a joke just remember that <laughs> yeah it'd oh, be like wow. a halftime or something hey. like guys it's okay you can laugh <laughs> yeah you know what i was in atlanta and the spurs are playing this is last year the spurs are playing the hawks and i was on the treadmill i was just walking you know doing my little research whatever I was doing and pop got on the thing next to me. And so I'm like, Hey coach, you know, what's going on? Like, good to see you. Like, how you doing? And so I asked him, you know, and he was, you know, doing this <laughs> yeah. right on his treadmill. Right. So I'm like, is he, is he serious? Or is he kind of fucking with me right now? Like, is, it, is that how he walks on this thing? Yeah. And he yes. did. Cause I was on there 20 minutes. He was doing that the whole time. You you thought he was he messing with me? Like, routine. He does it like every day. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was messing with me because you know, like you know, people do these kind of walking and exercise. I was like, ain't no way, ain't no way. But yeah, and I was like, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, I know you were kind of the the end of like the new team that he has now, right? Like the young, super young team. But I asked him. I was like, coach, like, what's it like going from? the old school guys to these guys, like the younger guys. And he was just like, Jenny, you know what? To be honest, he goes, I didn't know what I thought, but now that I got to meet him and how much I love him, he was like, I I could do this forever. He was like, man, I absolutely love that they listen and they're learning and they're getting better. And I always think of like your guys's uh, two or three year team after Tim retired, after like those big three, 
like your guys's team was the beginning of like pop re understanding like basketball needs to be coached constantly and not like let me run a play for three of the greatest players ever you know like <laughs> and everyone else figure it out i think it's uh pretty interesting to hear that from him right it's like look at all these young guys like everyone's like oh the spurs are gonna suck this year and then well this year they finally do but i mean i'm probably on purpose but you know like those other teams are always like eighth ninth place going for you know for playoff runs yeah, I mean, sometimes he'll he'll go back to to what he knows back in the day, but uh, he's definitely changing. Especially uh, like my last couple of years there, changing his philosophies and how he he wants him, wants things to be done. So I mean, it's cool that I mean he, he's learning, so All everybody right. can learn. Tell me, tell me about when he cussed you out the one time that you're like, oh my god, he's gonna trade me. He's gonna trade. He's gonna trade. Well, he did, but like when before he actually did before. Where, before he did. <laughs> get your ass up out of there. He get traded out of me there. too. It's fine. He traded me too, but um, like before, where it's just like you look back on it now, and then like when you first got that, what the fuck are you doing? Are you? I will fucking never. I will send you back down to the fucking G League till you can't fucking see straight. <laughs> That's Greg Popovich. So, like, give us a, give us a story, because we all have them. Wow, what happens in the G League where you can't see straight? I, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. They definitely happened. Mm-hmm. There was one time, it was like before a game, he would just he just called me out, like, I don't know, like, there's been like a, a rough stretch or something. He just calls me out. It was like, do you do you think you can play in the NBA? Like, do you believe you can play in the NBA? Because right now you don't look like you believe in this and that. And just in front of the whole team, just call me out. And uh, I actually had a good game that night, so <laughs> it worked. But uh, it was just crazy. <laughs> somehow, some way, he always figures it out, and it works. But yeah, he definitely uh, gave it to me right right before the game in front of everybody, and. And just had to respond, see how I would respond. Yeah, he he wants to check. And some out. players, some players love that. Some players don't. Some players respond to it. Some players don't. Like, how would you quantify the impact he's had on for you to start there? And then obviously your journey has continued. Now you've had a taste of the NBA Finals. But how would you quantify kind of his impact on your NBA career so far? Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful that I started my career there, just learning how to how to be a pro. Um, what I need to do from a day-to-day basis. I mean, and I think I just learned so much more off the court than than I did on the court from him. Like he's always uh, keeping us up to date with current events, whether it's in the United States, around the world, and stuff that I didn't even know or even thought about. So uh, just learning about so much different stuff outside of basketball. And uh, he's always just talking about the important stuff of like family and stuff like that. So um, just to start my career there and, and learn from him, it was, it was amazing. Hey, it's Kevin Hart with my pal, Catherine O'Hara. Now, I'm more of a bestie. Kind of, sort of. Right now, we're cash backing on everything we need for the holidays with Chase Freedom Unlimited. I got some ornaments and lights. Tis the season to cash back. And lots of wrapping paper. Maybe you're cash backing on a present bought for me? Uh, about that. I know. I know you're kidding. Am I? How do you cash back? Learn more at ChaseFreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Who do you guys think San Antonio fans love more, Derek White or Richard Jefferson? Oh my God! Oh, 
Derek White could fart, and they would still like that fart more than Richard Jefferson. It's not yeah, even me. Uh, you know, I always wonder if, if, Sorry, like, if any San Antonio players ever, like current or maybe like shortly after I left, were like, "Why did the fans hate Richard so much?" <laughs> oh, I was I, honestly Derek. I was one of the least favorite players in San Antonio, and I've never said it. Honestly, I played really terrible when I was there. It was you know they got me year ten. It was a bit of a culture shock for me. I just didn't play well. And luckily, it was the days before social media. It was really, it was literally the days before social media, or like as social media was just starting. So it was like you could avoid it. And I think that's what it is. I think now all of the San Antonio fans, now that they have social media, want to voice their hatred for me. I think I'm less popular with San Antonio fans than I am with Nick fans. And Nick fans, they would, mm -mm, Nick fans can't stand me to save their, save anything. Really? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Knicks fans, I I poke at them all the time. I poke at them. That's a take. (laughs) Uh, All right, Derek, we've talked a little bit about this. We've talked a little bit about that. What I want to know, last year during your guys' final run, and you guys had, this shit's exhausting, right? Game sevens and battling, going up against the best players in the world, and then getting to the finals and going against a dynasty, but like a, a vulnerable dynasty. They were, you know, the Warriors were, but they weren't, they weren't what they were in 15, 16, 17, 18. They weren't that team, but they were still elite. What did you take from that whole playoff experience? Like each round, like getting there, the playoffs, losing, like what did you take from that experience? Because it is a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a grind. Um, mm-hmm. Like, when we are in the finals, I was like, I don't even remember playing Brooklyn in the first round. Like, that seemed like last season. Like, mm-hmm. um, just from each round, everything just elevates. Like, that was the first time I even got out of the first round. So, um, just from that first round to the semis and then seven games against uh, seven games against Giannis and the Bucks, and then seven games against the Heat. Like, those, all those games and minutes and everything kind of, wore us down and then we play in the Warriors and they have all that experience and we had zero experience in the finals. So everything is brand new and you're kind of just learning on the fly and everything that that goes on in the finals is something that you don't really like the media and you got to do 30 minutes of media before every practice and this and that. Like that's a bunch of stuff that I didn't even know you had to do. So um, it was an unreal experience, obviously, two games short of the end goal. But um, I think we all just learned a lot from that. And it was like, we're going to, we're going to have to use that experience to, to get back there and understand that it's going to be a grind, but it'll be worth it at the end. You got two more games in you? Yes, you it will. Do you have two more games in you? Can you get to the 16? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. We definitely have the team and the talent and everything to, to get there, but it's just not skipping any steps. Here's a dumb question. Oh, Oh, Mm. fact. Here's a question, uh, and this is more of a a lob pass to you. So Jason Tatum is obviously in the front running for MVP, right? Now, we work in the media and people listen to us, and most of our listeners are, you know, Midwest to West Coast, maybe a couple sprinkled here or there. You know, we got about seven to ten listeners. Uh, not including, you know, my friends and family. So that's probably too regular. Anyways, <laughs> neither here nor there. 
Why is Jason Tatum the MVP? Give him your your go right now. Um, I mean, he's been dominant. Um, I mean, every game he kind of does something. You're just like, that, that's pretty special. Um, I think <laughs> this year he's just much more, um, much better at driving and finishing around the rim. And then obviously the shooting, the threes that um, everybody knows. So, and then obviously he does, I mean, he does it on both ends for us. I mean, we'll have him on point guards. We'll have him on centers. We'll have him guarding anybody out there. So um, just his versatility on defensive end help us do a lot of different things on that end. And and then offensively, he can do whatever he wants out there. And uh, it's just fun to see. And uh, I think obviously he's the, the front runner MVP this year. And I mean, he's just, just getting started, I think, too. So um, he usually has a big stretch later in the season, like throughout his career. So I'm excited to see what, where, what levels he takes this to. Uh, we're, I, I want to I, go Rich Channing, is yes. he your MVP right now? Me? Is he your MVP right now? Both of you? Yeah. He's, yeah? Ooh, He's yeah. yours? Ain't no way. I have a true. very small <laughs> list <laughs> of people. It's hard. <laughs> if you're not in the top way. three <laughs> team <laughs> on East or West, I can't. Yeah, I don't think that he's a thing. He, I think he's in the conversation. I don't think because you don't give it for a reason after 30 games. I think we look at what Jokic is doing. Dude just had 40, 27, and 10. Just went for 13, 13, and 13. His team's the number one team in the Western Conference. Like, that's the thing. Like, you see the great starts in this. And that's why when I talked about your guys' road trip, I thought that, like, hey, the Boston Celtics come out here – Okay, you can lose to the Warriors. Okay, that's fine. Or you can lose to the Clip. But, like, if you guys go out there and dominate it, then the MVP was his. And then we just go from here. Someone's got to come and take it. But I think that left the window open. So now you go and see what Embiid is doing. You go and see what Jokic is doing. Jokic just had 40, 27, and 10, Channing, before you start making faces. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, stuff that we never see. So the two-time I'm MVP making faces because, like, He's what do you mean? It's not okay. Come on. What? 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 what, what? I'm not no, trying me, to. Let me, let's okay, not get in this hear. argument. It's not an argument. I'm just saying. Like, let's I'm not, not get in this argument. Jason Tatum is a top three guy. I don't think okay. you could give out the MVP right now. Okay. I don't. I, I think like no one's voting thirty games in, but I think him, Giannis, and and Jokic are my top three currently. I have him above Ja. I have him above. Uh, Why? Luke. What? Who? I'm looking at Ray, like so because okay here's here's what I would argue. Let me argue this, please. Because you give the ball to a special player, and he runs that offense. He mm-hmm. is usage rate is off the charts. AKA Luca. I'm not saying he isn't that guy. Which you I'm just did. arguing a different point. Okay. When you're, it is harder to be special on an amazing team than be the main course with some okay sides. That's like getting Wagyu beef with some shoestring french fries <laughs> and some regular heat-up mashed potatoes. Okay? Come on. It's harder to be special on the Celtics. heat-up mashed potatoes, bro. Heat-up mashed potatoes. <laughs> Think about this. Good. How That's hard is it? Night. Man, what? Ramen noodles and uh, blackjack pizza. Don't Filiberto's. <laughs> Come on, what are we doing? 
Richard, well, Jokic I'm, I'm, is I'm, having – he will have spurts. He will have spurts. Jokic is special. And, uh, you know, I'm a big Yoki fan. He is Derek, having Derek, spurts. Derek, they Derek, won. They're getting better. He is you not the MVP like, this year. You realize that they're 19-11, with all due respect to the Boston Celtics and our current guest. They're 22. They just won two in a row, man. They're having a good week. They're 22 and 10. They have one more win, one more loss. Richard, it's a long way to go. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. It's a long way to go. We got 50 games left. Like, Thank you. Anything can happen. Again, I don't have I a vote. I have to remind you guys uh, as well. Neither do I. <laughs> exactly. And I also remind you guys that I asked at this point in time, I wasn't asking you to pick an MVP 62 games oh. away, however longer we have. Sorry. Um, well, clearly, I should not have asked that question. No. Derek, I do have a question for you. Um, you spent, Are you eating, Richard? <laughs> you spent time, Derek, at the end of last year um, being traded midway through the season with Ime. Uh, and now you guys have a new new leader at the forefront in, in Missoula. Differences, similarities in terms of, you know, the coaching style and how you guys have obviously responded, uh, which has been great on both sides. Yeah, I mean, Joe has been here for like three years, I think, three or four years. And so he already knew everybody. Everybody knew him. And like he was uh, like right with Ime the whole year. So um, they kind of had that that bond before. So a lot of the similarities and in, in the stuff that, uh, the philosophies that we're trying to run. And um, I mean, each coach kind of has a different way of doing things and um, Joe has his way and Ema has his. So uh, it took a, a little bit of adjustment, but uh, just having that familiarity, like he's known pretty much the whole team from when they were rookies or whatever year they came in. So um, everybody knew him, everybody was comfortable with him. So I think that's why we were able to, to get off to such a good start, even with, all that going on. What was the hardest part? You know, I, I, obviously, I, I from what we know, and I, I, it could be different. Like I, I, I was kind of, I got the 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 feeling that the Boston Celtics players were finding out kind of at the same time everybody else was, and so to come off of finals, to have your summer workout, to get ready to go and you know defend your conference title, try and go get that championship. And then this happens. What was the hardest part in that transition between finding out and starting the season, that little window? Uh, I mean, there were just a lot of questions. Like, we didn't really know what was going on. We didn't – like, we were just kind of – like, I found out. Like, my boy texted me. That's kind of how I found out. And then – so we just kind of have to figure it out. And um, it kind of happened so quick, like, the season started like a week later or something. So, um, but everybody just kind of bought in and, um, I mean, everybody liked Joe and, and knew that, uh, he was going to be good at, at this position and, and believed in him. So, uh, when you have that belief and, uh, knowing that he, he's going to be ready and prepared for, for this position and we are just ready to get going with that, with that championship focus out, uh, that we had. Quick question. These are random. This is just how my brain works. <laughs> who is who is harder to guard, Giannis or Zion? Ooh, um, 
I would probably say Giannis. <laughs> I only okay. played against Zion two times, like his rookie year or something. So it, it's been a while since I played against him. So I'm gonna go with Giannis, but just his his length and I feel like sometimes he he's like playing on a Nerf hoop. So <laughs> I say that every day. I say that every no. day. All right. Yeah. Who, Z- okay. Zion, These two guys Zion don't. Hurt you down low. I'm saying Zion hurts you down low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where big was he hitting uh, people Zion, in the ding dings? Zion's second up? jump is crazy. <laughs> say that again, crazy. Derek. What'd you say? His his second jump, like he'll oh. shoot the first one and just spring off the floor. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah. you still got to go with who, the honest. Who is a dude? If you had a hundred bucks, you would pay to watch this player play. Anyone in the league? Or- yeah, uh, yeah. Let's say uh, all time cannot be Jordan. Cannot be top ten all time. Can't be Jordan, Kobe, Braun, Magic, Kareem, all that. Got to be someone else. That would what? pay to watch. <laughs> um, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. Question. I didn't. They're still I dirt. They're still probably like AI. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Especially good one. in Philly. He used to bust your ass, Richard. Yes, he did. I never played against Philly. Channing, I'm gonna channel. I'm gonna channel your brain here for a second because we actually did this on our show last night, and I'll have the three of you come up with a starting five together. Okay. Of what? When you look at the top five scores, you've got Kareem, Braun, okay, Carl Malone, Kobe, MJ. Okay. What top five beats that that five? Who would I take to beat that? Oh, there's yeah. no, there's no any five. other player in the field. Top five to beat those five. We no, talked about this with James Worthy last night on the show. He actually, I, I took it from him. So you guys come up with a five to beat it. And I'll give you the one name that he said has to be on that list. You can go Shaq. He said Dream. Has to be. Ooh. Yeah, Shaq, Dream, Shaq. Tim Dirk. Duncan. Ooh, Tim Duncan. Okay, you're taking Tim. Are you taking lockout year, Tim? Because I'm taking maybe I'm taking what is that? Oh, seven or no, no, no. When was it? Oh, what's up, little rich? Hi. (laughs) Where that boy boy got that old school fro? Plays for the Boston Celtics. He gets his hair from me. And then that's Channing Fry. You might not know what he looks like without without his goatee. And then there's there's that. Yeah, you do. Listen, looking good. Okay, we're going to keep talking. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so your top five to beat that five. So we said. So you each get a player and then pick the final two. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll let I'll let I'll let D White go because I got I got to think of a two guard. That's a that's, that's the hardest part. Position. But so I want to do a point guard. Yeah, we can. We'll take Steph. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good pick. <laughs> that's a good pick. Could Steph, Magic, Shaq, and see so you guys want Hakeem? I think Tim Duncan. I think Dirk. Are y'all? Tri- you need spacing. Big Shaq down there. You need a shooter, a seven foot shooter. I just different philosophies. That's all right. Y'all, y'all do you. Y'all do you. Clogged up. Shit. We got Steph. We got all the shooting we need with Steph. <laughs> yeah, but you got to play one big one big guy. It's 2022, almost 2023, Richard. One big guy. You can't play Cleveland basketball without spacing. Get Larry Bird. 
Oh, Larry. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. So you got Steph, Larry, Shaq. Are you going Tim, Dirk? Who, who are we going? That, oh, Tim, Dirk, or Hakeem? This is my team. This is, is wild. This is my team. I let you guys go. I don't love it, but I think it can compete. I'm going to say Magic, Steph, Larry at the three, because I have Steph at the two. I have Steph at my two. I think he's a two guard. Larry at my three. Then I'm going Tim Duncan at my four, Shaq at the five. Wow. That's not bad. Okay. What I'm about? Replace Magic with KD. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. So, so KD, and everything else is the same. Derek, KD, Steph, Steph, Larry, Tim Duncan, and 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 Shaq, Shaq. and Shaq. Daddy, and me. No, I'm not that good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's put like, uh, yeah. Uh, How about knows that I'm better than Channing? Steph, looking KD. Bird, Braun, and Shaq. Braun's already on the you other. Can't team. use Braun. <laughs> can't oh, use Braun. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Duncan. <laughs> Not Tim Duncan. I'm going Dirk Nowitzki. I'm going all shooters. Now what? Come get these. Okay, we need yeah. this all laid out. <laughs> That's amazing. Iverson, Steph, KD, Dirk, Shaq, and Daddy. No, Damn. no, 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 Daddy, Daddy gonna be getting water. <laughs> Daddy gonna be getting the water. Your biggest fan, I love it, Derek. We don't want to take any more of your time. We appreciate it. Obviously, we know it's a busy time for you, and uh, of course, the holidays and everything. Um, all the kids, I love it. Lennox, little Rich, so fun. Um, Derek, is there anything that you're working on um, that you're promoting? Any charities that you would like to share with us? We love giving it to our viewers. Um, and letting them know if there's anything. Oh, nothing right now. No, nothing right now. Going on right now. Okay. The main thing is Special Olympics, so, you know, support Special Olympics. (laughs) Special Olympics. There we go. There we go. I think Jerry West. That's awesome. I think Jerry West, too. You think Jerry West? Yes. Okay, Jerry West. Okay. Get the logo. He knows the logo. It's the logo. I'm teaching him. I'm teaching the kids the right things. Yeah. Wow, that was really game. impressive. Yeah. No. Uh, Derek, you're amazing. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank and you so I know much, you're playing, man. as you told us before the show, that you're playing in your first Christmas game. Ooh, uh, yeah. So have the best time with that, obviously. Biggest Good luck. Of the year for the NBA, so. We appreciate you yeah. coming and arguing we with us. We appreciate you. you.